everyone. Welcome back to season two of the SEO Behind the Scholars podcast, Let's Unpack. My name is Zaylin, and I am one of the podcast hosts. I am also joined by other hosts, Denzel and India. In today's episode, Colorism and Communities of Color, we'll be discussing how skin color has become a controversial topic and has caused conflict within communities that have been the most affected by it. We hope you enjoy and listen to the end. To start it off, I want to ask, what does colorism mean to you? So to me, colorism would have to be when you discriminate against somebody or like make fun of them or act like you're superior to somebody just because of their skin color and anything related to that. I would say that Denzel basically took the words out of my mouth. I feel like colorism is basically where people are more favored if you have a lighter skin complexion rather than you having like a darker skin tone. And I feel like it's most prominent in the black community. I'm not gonna speak for everybody here. I would say that for me it's most prominent in the black community because I've seen it happen a lot between people. Like I've seen people go back and forth. Yeah, I 100% agree with both of you. Um, I think it's basically the same concept of racism, but instead of it being from one race against another, it's more so like within one community. And I have seen it a lot in also like the Hispanic culture. It's very prominent because it's kind of like they see it as we're all Hispanic, but they think you're superior based on how light your skin is or how dark your skin is. And it kind of defines how Hispanic you are in a sense. I think that's really powerful because I've also realized, especially in the older generations, that your skin color speaks a lot about how good you look or anything, and people would just plainly off your skin color, especially in the Hispanic community. So when did you guys first learn about or experience colorism? I would say the first time I experienced colorism was a conversation that me and a friend that I used to speak to had. They were like a few shades darker than me, and we spoke about like our experiences that like happened to us. And I spoke on my experiences, and they said that I was either just unlucky or that didn't happen to me because I was lighter than her. And I didn't understand why necessarily my experiences didn't matter just because I'm lighter than her. But I feel like in the black community, people have gotten treated better if they were lighter. And this idea goes back into slavery because white people favored lighter-skinned enslaved people versus darker-skinned enslaved people. And they were treated differently. Like, they, and the lighter-skinned enslaved people were stationed in the house while the darker-skinned enslaved people were pushed into the fields and everything like that. I think that's true. And I most experienced it when I was, like, very little because the thing is, colorism would be so subtle, like, in my family... Well, sometimes in school, because, you know, we've all heard of, like, the joke where, oh, there's a, a lock-in. Oh, where did Kavan go? You know what I mean? Whenever they turn off the light or anything. And there's things like that. And people might joke around about it. But at the end of the day, that might actually hurt somebody's feelings. I agree with Denzel because I noticed that students in middle school made fun of others who had darker skin complexions. Like Denzel mentioned, if you, like, turned off the light, they would make jokes of, like, where's who so's name is, even though they're, like, right in front of you. And I feel like that was, like, really prominent mostly in middle school. But, yeah. So when I was younger, all my family always called me Blanca, which just means white. 
and white girl or whatever all the time and that was like normal for me because my family is a little darker than I am I'm like one of the lightest ones and then even in school like I would have friends and they would think as a joke but then they would always call me white right and it's fine because I'm light but then I would try to tell them I'd be like but I'm still Hispanic like that doesn't take away anything from me and they'd be like no you're not and I'm like how are you gonna tell me that I'm not like I'm Puerto Rican they're like oh no you're white so I felt like anytime they would say I would basically ignore them because for them they'll be there darker than me or they'll be Dominican and then they'll be like no you're not Hispanic you don't know what it means to be Hispanic because you're lighter than us or you're not from the same island as us so at that point I'm just like okay then just because I'm lighter means that it's taking away from my roots and what I've learned from my family and my culture so that's kind of where like stemmed from for me being younger my family because they're Hispanic and even in the island it's like that too if you're lighter you see yourself as more privileged and then you look down at like darker Hispanics or darker Puerto Ricans inside the island so I know for my grandparents and stuff and then my parents like my whole family my uncles like they already know that because clearly they're Puerto Rican they're from the island so if they see me they're like oh you're lighter you're white you're not Hispanic like you don't understand I used to feel bad about it, but then now I'm kind of like, that's your perception. Like, I can't change your perception. I know my roots. I know, like, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Hispanic. And just because I'm lighter doesn't mean I'm not. I remember watching a video on colorism in, like, black TV shows like Martin, Everyone Hates Chris. And they discussed on how the, like, female love interest was a light-skinned female and was depicted to be smart and pretty. But there was a contrast darker skin character who was depicted to be as like dumb or ghetto. So overall, there was a big difference between how light-skinned female actresses and dark-skinned female actresses were portrayed. So I'm curious to know, have you seen colorism in any other TV shows or movies that you've seen? I mean, yeah, I know that that had to be Martin because at first, I know that the, the love interest, like it was still in between both, but... Like, they treated Pam and Gina very differently. So, I don't know any specifics that are popping up, but even on the media, I've seen... If there's a... Typically in shows, right, they'll have black actresses or actors, but they'll be the lighter side, right, of the black community. And people will go on the internet and be like, oh, they couldn't find anyone darker. And they'll say that, for them, they feel like that's representation just because they're just saying that that person's black, but they're actually super light. And that's how, like people that, you know, do the shows and stuff, find a way around having to add black representation. I've read that before on the internet. And it makes me on both sides because, and once I'm like, yeah, I agree, there should be of all shades on the television because people deserve to see their shade represented. And then also I feel kind of bad for the people that were chosen because maybe they just were the best for the job and they worked hard and they got that job. And then now they're getting hate just because their skin is what people wanted it to be. So it's kind of on both sides for me. Another question that we have is, do you feel like you have any biases or issues with colorism? For me, there is a big issue with colorism in the acting industry because light-skinned actresses and actors get booked for a spot before darker-skinned actresses and actors. Personally, I wouldn't look into their skin tone first. I would look into how they portray the character or how good their acting is. When it comes to historical films, it can get a bit tricky, like, in casting the role. Yes, you should find a person who looks similar to the person you are trying to represent, along with the acting skills to back it up. 
For example, the Harriet Tubman movie. They killed two birds with one stone with the person they chose because, one, she resembled Harriet Tubman, and two, had great acting skills. They should find more representation, but should prioritize representation over good acting. It seems hard to find a balance between the two things because, yes, you should find good actors who would portray the role very well, but also should we just hire somebody just because they look like somebody or their skin is similar to the skin tone of somebody that you need to portray? All right, but what I was going to say was I agree that it can be hard for acting, and I just think that it's like a topic that's hard to touch because even though I understand the representation part, I don't think that's what's important. I think, like, the intention of the director or, you know, whoever was picking the actors, like, what was their intention? So if I know there was a movie from a long time ago, like, I'm making a historical movie, like, a good reference was Harriet Tubman, and I know that most of the people were, like, you know, a darker skin tone. Why would I go out of my way to choose a large number that maybe one, like, a large number of them a lighter skin tone? Yeah, I think one more recent one is the whole thing of when they were remaking um, The Little Mermaid. So they chose The Little Mermaid as a black actress. And people were mad because they felt that she was too dark to portray the movie and she should have been, like, portrayed how they seen Ariel, which isn't true because if you look at Ariel, she is darker. But anyways, they, they felt like she was too dark to play the role. But then on the other hand, she's a really great actress. She's probably killing the role. But people felt like looking at her color, they were like, oh, no, she's too dark to play the role. I feel like this also overlaps into social media, because when you think about filters, they can change the appearance of your skin to look lighter or darker. Like on Twitter, I remember in computer science, we were researching about Twitter and the screenshot or the thumbnail of like a photo, it tries to find like the thumbnail that everyone should look at first. And it was showed like a white male. But then when you click on the image, it was like a whole row of like people in different skin shades. And it was just like perplexing to see, like to see where does the line stop and for social media. How do you feel about your own skin? Like if anything, like do you feel empowered, privileged, or does something else come to mind? Yeah, I'm comfortable with my skin. I think everybody should be because, you know, you'll notice that some people don't use, going back to the social media part that India mentioned, some people would use filters to make their skin lighter. And you could name famous figures like Sammy Sosa. You know, people discriminate against him for having reportedly bleached his skin. And the reason he actually did it was because he once went to a restaurant and people denied him service. Like, he was there first and people of a lighter skin tone came by and they said, we're not going to be able to serve you. And that offended him so much, but I just don't think he should have taken it to that level. He could have gone to another restaurant because you shouldn't let what somebody thinks about you, you know, have such an impact. Personally, I feel in between or like not really sure. I feel both privileged and empowered. I feel privileged because going back to what I mentioned earlier, it is easier to find makeup or skin products for my skin tone based on people who are like even like a few shades darker than me. So, like, they would have to, like, either mix two foundations together or, like, try really hard to find it. But I also feel empowered because even though I may be lighter in complexion to, like, somebody else, I still know that I'm, like, a black girl or a brown girl at heart. I know that I came from roots of my family who are from the black community. So I feel empowered to at least break the mold in any place that I go to, like either if I want to go into computer science, I'm going to break the mold there, 
for summer, but I just feel empowered that I know the skin that I'm in and that I just know who I am. I definitely agree. Like, now I don't really, like, not that I don't care, but I don't care. Like, I was born this way. Like, you can't really, like, change your skin. But before, like, I used to think after, like, school, of course, I told you, like, my friends or people in my school would always, like, say that I'm white or that I don't fit in because I'm lighter than them, whatever. I used to feel like, okay, like, if only I was born just darker and that would make me more Hispanic. When I was younger, that's how I used to think. But then I was like, like, it's true. Like, it shouldn't define that. Like, yeah, I do feel a little more privileged, like you said, because when I go into certain places, I'm not looked at because I'm just, like, flow right in. But now I feel that I'm just who I am and that's it. This is my skin and that doesn't define anything. And like Denzel said, like, you shouldn't feel or let other people's ideas of what you should be or how your skin color defines you or the stereotype that oh if you're darker this is how you are like you said like in the movies how they depicted her more ghetto or her more dumb like the stereotypes that oh if you're this this is your personality and your character if you're this this is your personality and character like it shouldn't be about that it should be like you're you and that's it i heard of a woman that once tried to get a job and sometimes the manager will read her name and they'll think she doesn't know how to speak English. Stories like that actually happen. And it's like, that just refers to how people with darker skin tone are seen as less, like, respectable or, like, less responsible. People will assume that there's somebody, like, who probably is just a bunch of stereotypes being thrown around or, like, generalizations. And I think that that is what people we should really worry about because people's opinions don't matter, but to the point where it's actually affecting you and your career. I feel like colorism was made to make a division between people. We have been taught to favor people with lighter skin because they are associated with positive or good qualities or circumstances. Our communities have been taught to internalize these ideas. This touches on another question that I wanted to ask. How do you remind yourself to remain positive despite negative experiences you've encountered? For me, I don't care what people say about my skin because I know my melanin is beautiful. Like, I know I am a black girl at heart. I don't have to prove it to other people just because of my skin tone. And I don't really care what people say about it. If you think that I may have have a certain experience because of my skin tone, you may be wrong. Yeah, while you were talking, I was kind of thinking about, um, like, you mentioned the whole idea of, like, how slavery occurred. And I feel like it was instilled in us because when they brought the africans here they already instilled in them like oh we're lighter so we're more superior so i feel like growing and evolving as our communities and stuff in our own communities we kind of internalized that and was like oh yeah we're both we're both hispanic or we're both black but i'm lighter than you so i'm more superior so I feel like throughout the years, because of how hard it was pushed and, like, caused the division bet- um, between races, like, in our own communities, instead of, like, kind of just being like, oh, we're just the people because, you know, we shouldn't, you know, also internalize it. We just felt all that and throughout the years has been placed on the next generation, on the next generation. And now it's kind of, like, in our head that even though we're, but we could both be Hispanic, we could both be black, we could both be Puerto Rican, we could be whatever we are, but because I'm lighter, that means I'm superior and I have more privilege than you. And then now it's just, like, I guess just snowballing. And for now, I think it's just going to continue snowballing into that same idea and it's going to keep on going. I agree. I like how you can refer, like, we talk about Hispanics and how sometimes they can be really colorist. But if you look back in history, you can look at how in Latin America and any of those countries, there weren't just social hierarchies or racial hierarchies. So your skin tone, like, determined how many rights you have, what you were able to do. And I think that just set 
you know, the standard. And over time, that's why today you can see all the colors. My uncle told me about an experience he had when he went to DR. He he went to both sides. He went to the, the DR side and the Haitian side, which he told me it was, like, still segregated and split up. He told me that he noticed that the Haitians were who were darker than the Dominicans were segregated, even though Dominicans who weren't much lighter. It showed how much people who lived in the same place on the same island were still even segregated based on their skin tone. And like he told me that it was like really shocking to see that big, vast difference. Like there was a big split. Well, I think that plays right into the whole idea of like, as you mentioned before, India, how like do you yourself like let's say you were placed in that situation like if i was in dr i would be placed with the dominicans because i'm lighter right? like how do you despite that like division or like you remind yourself like why your skin tone matters and why others opinions don't matter or whatever the negative experience or whatever their own internalization when they try to place it on you like how do you kind of like not internalize it yourself and push it away i think for me it's more like knowing like you guys said like this is me like you can't like change how you were born like this is me like i don't i don't care what you say about me because i know myself more than you would know me so i think it's that whole thing that no matter what i know people have their own internalizations based on their experiences and it can be hard to like when you go through something like you said that man like he what they weren't served him that that affected him so bad that he decided to bleach his skin like, I think it's that, like, trying your best not to allow it to internalize and to sit back and remind yourself why you matter and why your skin and, and why that you're beautiful no matter what skin um color you're in. I agree. I think that whenever somebody tries to say, oh, they're burying you because their skin tone, you got to think how low they must be, like, to have to define how, like, if they're better than somebody, not because of talents, not because of, like, skills, oh, skin tone, oh, the way you were born, because that doesn't determine anything, like, you didn't work to get there. Like, you're not boasting, you know? It's not an accomplishment. And then you got to think about how, what actually makes them better than you. So at the end of the day, skin tone shouldn't really matter because being colorist was set in, in history for a long time. And I just think that people should be past that by now. All right, so thank you for tuning in to today's podcast episode, Colorism and Communities of Color. We hope that you're able to relate or learn from our different experiences and perspectives on this topic. Lastly, please make sure to follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Pandora. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned to the next episode.